should actually just fucking get into it. I think. Boys. I know for sure. Yeah. It's like awesome. we just we did, wait. We, we didn't just finish. I'm I'm in the row now. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I thought no, we just no, talked no. about plenty. We got it. We got it. I mean, there was a lot. But we we got to save some. You know what I mean? Course, yeah. Anyways, guys, welcome back to another episode of Dude, Where's My Lighter? Obviously, I'm Flo. We got Angel in a new spot today. Yeah, but more importantly, around. we got Jackal in the house, man. If y'all don't know, you will now. He is a DJ out here out in Las Vegas. We met at Hardeen on 420, man. Thank you so much for coming in. Dude, thank you guys for having me. Yeah. It's a pleasure. And although I couldn't really see you that well that day, <laughs> I could hear you. You, man, you took me to your car. You abducted me. We yeah, became I did, friends. I did a whole like kind of, you know, sketchy drug dealer situation where I popped okay. the trunk. And then there was a whole pyramid of our boxes in the back, which is pretty was dope. so legit. It was pretty fun. And that was 420. Did you have a good 420? I got LASIK eye surgery that day. Oh, fuck. That's what right. What the fuck? Yeah. It just so happened where, you know, obviously my Are these friend, lights okay? So. The shades are helping. The shades on, yeah. So LASIK eye surgery, did you do it because your visibility was low or you were losing color? What was your sitch? My situation was that I'm a true musician, an artist. I'm kind of like activating maybe the right side of my brain a lot or something. My vision, my left eye was going out per se. Like it was going down in quality. So my right eye was overcompensating. And therefore, I could literally feel my head hurting all the time. Yep. All the time. I'm just like producing and I'm like, ah, why do I have a headache? And then I would realize like, oh, it's because, because of my eye. Like I, I connected the dots myself. And then I got some glasses pretty recently, you know, mm -hmm. saw an optometrist. And then I got some glasses. It was, it was fun while it lasted. It lasted a couple months. That's sick. <laughs> and then. Well, some, at least you caught it early though. Yeah. Some friends told me about LASIK and then I was like, where did you guys go? And. They told me a place in town and I went and it was affordable. It was totally chill. Yeah. So you go into the doctor's office that morning and then you go straight to Hardy and afterwards. Bro. Fucking love it. All right. So <laughs> definitely, yeah, they're like, don't do anything that day. Obviously, you got to go right home, right to bed. If you if you expose yourself to light, you could risk yourself to like going blind for the rest of your life. Yep. Oh, shit. So instead of, you know, me following the rules, obviously, I went right to Hardeen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was outside should. like, as you should. Yeah. But no, it was it was fun, guys. Good 420. Absolutely. Good 420. Yeah. Absolutely. I got really faded. They told me not to smoke, too, because of the dry eyes. But I got uh... blessed with this dope hamper pack. Mm -hmm. Went to Hardeen, had all this stuff. I had to indulge. I took some edibles. That's okay. Concentrates. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And even some herb, I'm sure. <laughs> was, well, I don't know if my eyes get dry. My mouth definitely gets dry for sure. But I mean, you do different put strains, the, maybe yeah. different stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't found the right one yet. I just try so much product and material all the time. It's kind of just all blends into really, really good weed, you know? Medication. Absolute medication. Yes. Material, not, not a drug. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. So man, I have so many questions because you started off as a really young DJ. Yes. And in Canada at that. Yep. So I, I did a little research on you. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I had to, hell yeah. I had to. So Talk it says that your, your inspiration mainly was from Dead Mouse, which is another Canadian. Mm -hmm. Tell me about, you know, what song really drew you to want to be a DJ and what made you start creating from that? We were talking before the podcast about LimeWire. Yeah. That was, it's just so funny. Bless you. Thank you. What end did that come out of? I don't even <laughs> fucking know. <laughs> I was trying to fucking figure that out. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was happening? <laughs> Literally. What happened? I'm what like, happened? what the fuck just happened to me? Like, 
Was I sneezing or was I farting? I was fucking. Where did you fart? Yeah, like goddamn. It smells fine. Might have been an orgasm. Longmire. Anyways, yes. Yeah, it was just. It was perfect timing. I'm, I'm like, you know, experiencing real life, but then the technology around me. I really liked um, alternative rock, mm -hmm. like Nirvana, and just that style of grunge. I could, I just sounded cool to me. I liked guitars and yeah. bass and stuff. So the where they kind of took their sound, I thought was beautiful. I really loved it, and I learned how to play guitar pretty young. So I nice. was avidly trying to get my skills up. Then fast forward to like this electronic music boom. Yeah. That just, it, it happened kind of just like really fast, but with the whole, I, I was like a young lad and I would go to the library mm -hmm. and then they would have the Dead Mouse CDs and the Bass Nectar CDs at the library. So Ooh, I had nectar. a library past yeah. Bass Nectar and also Tiesto. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh geez. Oh, oh geez. So I'd get these uh, CDs. I'm like 12, 13 years old. And I would just rip them all onto my computer yeah. right away. Make my own little mixtapes, of course, right? Yeah. Compile them. And just, I just, I loved it. I just loved it so much. And I was playing video games back then and an athlete. So there the music go. really helped with just life. Yeah, getting through the other stuff when you weren't busy. That so was your outlet. It was definitely know? my outlet. I was, I wasn't like attracted to anything mainstream pop electronic. Okay. I liked... Again, the bass nectar yeah. and stuff that was just like powerful, <laughs> clearly powerful. Right. So, so like, what's on your like your get up and pump playlist? Like, like you had to choose like three or four songs that like, yeah, that shit will just get me pumped, ready to fucking go. Yeah, I have a playlist on my phone. It's just like have a good day, <laughs> and on the playlist on Spotify, whenever I'm feeling glum or anything, I can definitely go to the have a good day. And Honestly, they're they're just like a, a mix of things. Whenever I do listen to like a Dead Mouse banger, especially on his one album, Four Times Four Equals Twelve, mm -hmm. I I'm just like, wow. Like I literally say how, which I'm sure other people can't really relate to, but yeah. I'm just like the tones. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that album specifically got me through um, high school finals. I remember like oh, that yeah. just was like listening to that, studying, and that it just really helped. Awesome. I actually just saw him not that long ago. Well, it was Zook? Halloween. Or, no, no, it was at, it was at um, he was as test pilot that night. Uh, Area fifteen. Yeah, I was there. You were there. One hundred percent. Oh, hell yeah! Crazy set, right? That so was dope. the opening DJ for that was Speaker Honey. That's right. Well, I think I showed up, showed up, showed up really late. It was probably like around two or three. Yeah, Speaker Honey opened up for uh, Dead Mouse that night, and I was so lucky. I got to link with Speaker Honey that day. I went over to her house. Awesome. Came through with a. a a good amount of ganj. And <laughs> it's so it's so just accessible everywhere now. I don't know. For me growing up, it wasn't that hard to get weed, but now it's like everyone out here has fucking got weed. You know, it's great. But, what, but who has the good weed? Uh, I mean, most most of the people. Nobody. Are, are mm. That's not true. Grown in Vegas. Grown Vegas oh, weed. Sure. Vegas weed. Listen, it's the great debate, right? It's the great debate, and it'll never be solved. No. Nope. <laughs> Actually. Nope. It will because more and more people are becoming connoisseur, and I think I think more and more people are. I want to believe are getting fed up with the the trash, but maybe they just want the cheap stuff. So no, I, I actually just look at McDonald's, guys. What are we talking about here? No, 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 no. no hold on, hold on, hold on. Make here's the thing. Oh shit. I, okay, all right. Now I got to say this. I got to put that out there. So <laughs> the reason people like McDonald's 
it's not necessarily because of how the food tastes or how good it is or how bad it is. It's what? The consistency. <laughs> right? I love that. I agree. Consistency. So if you can get and grow cannabis where it's just as consistent with God, Lord, if you're able to do that, God pray to whoever the fuck is your grower and the fucking back figuring it the fuck out because it's so unfucking predictable that for it to be that close to consistency, it's, it's just like, I just, I haven't seen it yet. Well, I mean, just, do you think that has to do with anything being that there's like thousands and thousands of different strains? So it's almost impossible. There to are consistent? not thousands and thousands of different strains. You don't think so? Uh, there's a lot, dude. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's not. I don't know. Well, I mean, why, why can't all three of us have a strain right now? And then that would be three. And if there's 7 billion people on earth, why wouldn't there be 7 billion strains? Because when it comes to strains, it's still like, let's say, let's say like, you know, you just have a granddaddy perp, right? right? Granddaddy perp can also be Godfather X and can also be LL Cool J B and can be XYZ LP. And right. that's, that's what I mean. Like there's really not that many strains as you are being led to believe. I don't know. Well, there's, at there's the end of the day, we think about so. it from a chemical level, right? The yes. cannabis, like the genome that that comes from. At the end of the day, all these terpenes and flavors. What what really does make them? What is the variety? That's my my question. friend, my friend that's a grower. He um, grows up in Modesto, North Cal area. Oh, nice. And obviously, he's got some cool outdoor grows. I mean, I know multiple people, but this specific guy, he does the peanut butter. A lot. Oh, nice. So, I, I mean, his claim is that he invented peanut butter. That's what he's repping. So, I I've mean, it's one of those it. things that, like, who, I mean, to claim strains, too, is, is a tough one because, I mean, it's earth. It's like. <laughs> it just, it, it depends on how your genetics are getting out there. Right. And I can't speak much on it. Like, I'm not a fucking girl. I don't know how to grow yeah, shit. Yeah, it's way but, over my head. I but, like, you know, I, your eyes are just I, completely. I would say I'm well, on the I'm other side of this one where yeah. I'm like a weed connoisseur. Like, I've smoked enough weed and I've been led down the right path by, you know, people that I've worked with and people that I smoke with a lot. And just, you know, there's, there's, you can easily tell if you're going to be smoking some good shit. And, when you start hitting it, you can tell, like, you know, does it smoke black? Is it white ash or is it black ash? Like, what the fuck's going on here? I heard that's all a theory, though. It, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's good. Know, man. From the ash? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Now it's really over my head. <laughs> Are you guys snorting the ash? Is that what you're talking about? I <laughs> <laughs> might have to try that out, you know? <laughs> just a little extra. See if we get any effects from that Just one. a little extra. Just a little extra. So, I mean, we got a bunch of pieces here to try so far. You've only tried the mushroom ones, but right. you've tried both of them. Which one's your favorite so far? XL or regular? Ooh, that small one was such a good one. Did I hit that one? I oh, mean, I, that's the one I gave you. I what, don't know. This little small baby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah at my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've been yeah. ripping. Oh, I want to say, yeah, for sure dabs. I've been ripping dabs out of it. Yeah. Nice. I want you to try this hand it's pipe. It's good for dabs. Do you like hand pipes at all? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I love handpipes. That's actually the the first time I ever got really stoned was oh. off of a pipe like that. Yeah. Tell it us, was metal. Though. Tell us more about this first time. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. I mean, well, it's definitely different than the first time I smoked weed. I think like the first couple times I smoked weed, I didn't really get this feeling. Oh, it sounds like... Uh, it's right there. Oh. It sounds like uh, you... Uh, weren't necessarily inhaling, were you? Huh? Of course, I was being a puss or something. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. It's like the first time you smoke, it's like, yeah, they didn't feel shit. Well, did you fucking inhale? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, they probably didn't smoke it right. <sighs> there's there's many factors, right? Yeah. 
definitely didn't take the big, uh, it just wasn't the right time. But definitely the pipe, it just so happened to be like maybe one little hit or two yeah. hits or something, you know, it didn't take much, but definitely got me feeling the medicine. There you go. There you go. Well, try this one, man. It's a big bowl too. I was expecting this. I was expecting there. to come through and just, you know, take a nap on your guys' couch. So I mean, that's why we have a really nice couch, actually. Oh, it's beautiful. Someone stole our. Have people have been taking there. naps on it, or no, no. I mean, this is this is I can strictly content couch. Someone actually <laughs> did sleep on this couch not too long ago. Okay, cool. So it, it was a crazy actual scenario. So our VP, you know, our VP of sales, like he came in, flew into town, and went to the hotel. Went to the went to one of the hotels on the strip. They wouldn't give him a room because his his booking wasn't for the next day. So someone misbooked it or whatever. And he goes to one of the other hotels on the strip. He books a room there, gets to the hotel, and they tell him, hey, uh, we have no rooms available for you. So, like, I I was literally like, I don't even, I like, literally, it's crazy. I was dealing with another situation. I wasn't even staying at home. I was at a hotel that night because uh, I just got a house. So, like, they switched the power over, and I just didn't do it in time, whatever. I fucked up. Who gives a fuck? And, like, fucking, he, he <laughs> sends out a text, like, hey, guys, can anyone let me into the office? And I'm like, dude, yeah, fuck yeah. So, like, I hit him up like, dude, I'll let you in the office. Just let me know when you get there. I'm going to lock the door. Blah, 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 blah. And he slept on the couch and he told me it was very comfortable. No, I mean, this couch is fucking legit. Yeah. I'm jealous that you've been sitting in this seat. Nine uh, I mean, just for the jealous? people that are watching that, you know, maybe know about me and don't necessarily know about you guys. You know, what's, oh, what, yeah. is, what, is, what are you guys about? What's, what's up with Hemper? Because are we representing Hemper right now on this podcast? Yeah. Like, All day. This yeah, is the dude, Hemper. where's my lighter by Hemper? Powered by Hemper. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. By so, Hemper. That being said, you know, definitely tell me what's up with Hemper because I, I just got a nice VIP tour of this place and yeah, this is man. the one and only office so far yes yeah. it's our one Which and only office absolutely we, beautiful yeah I, I saw a VIP tour and I can I can say that it's definitely one of those places you can feel the energy you can feel the life you can feel that the growth and also the good vibes really yeah no every you know everybody that's here wants to be here we you know we love work for the company it's uh I, I've been here since 2019 and I've known about them since 2017, right? I was uh, working in Jersey and Can I was- Can you shut gonna... up? <laughs> <laughs> I was working in Jersey and they, um, they uh, fucking, uh, I, you know, I interviewed with them and I was like, you know, I was gonna come on as a contractor and all this other stuff and finally came on in 2019. And there's been a lot of growth in the company. We were, um, we were working out of the Desmond in LA, uh, which is like, used to be the old High Times office and all that other stuff. And, from there, we literally exploded. You know, we had to move to spaces. We were trying to find an office over there. Um, we were trying to figure out, you know, what are we going to do in terms of office space and staffing and everything else. And, you know, um, it was funny enough. Our our CEO was like polling people. You know, what if we uh, move to Vegas? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, looking at California taxes and everything. I was like. Fucking sign me the fuck up, man. Hey, and it was the best like, move you ever made, hell, right? Yeah. yeah. So December of 19, um, me, the CEO, and and one of our sales guys, we moved out here to Vegas um, December 1st. Literally, like, left LA, drove over here, got into the house, all set up. And uh, we were degenerates for, for the whole month of December. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys gambled all your money away, didn't you? Oh, no. No, oh, no. Oh, no. I, I uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of fun on the strip. Hey, yeah, it's um, fun. 
No, it was, it was <laughs> also so I'm I'm born in December, so like it was my birthday at the end of the month. So like we just went all out. It was it was fun. It was amazing. But that was that was three years ago. Did you have this place three years ago? Was it no, this uh, no. Uh, our first office was near Arville, off uh, literally like directly behind the stadium. Yeah, behind the Raider Stadium. Before oh, yeah, yeah, that's I used to live the Raider Stadium wasn't finished yet. So you guys we, were there when they were building it. Yes, oh, we cool. were there when they were still building. It. The parking lot wasn't put together. None of it was done yet. Um, and when we moved out here, you know, we got to that office, kind of uh, literally saved the business. To be honest, um, we were at the time our warehouse was in New York, mm-hmm. and uh, our office was here in LA. And when we moved to Vegas, we're like, you know, let's move the whole warehouse, move everything, and. Uh, our last uh, trailer left New York the day before New York went under lockdown for COVID. Mm-hmm. So while New York was on lockdown, we have trailers of our products and shipments arriving here in Vegas, right? So literally, you know, 2020 March, we're like trying to ship shit, running a new warehouse, moving shit around. Like literally, we don't know what the hell's going on with the world. Shit's like going left, like just tons of shit and then out of nowhere you know well hey you know government says hey we're, we're locking down the whole fucking country right and you know it was it was an interesting timing for a company transition oh man Dude, and it, being an essential company at that too yeah because that's that's so that us being a essential company because we provide to obviously oh, what company essential yes mm-hmm. okay yes. yeah i thought so that's what you guys we, said outside of you know what people see as the hemper box and everything else like we do a lot of manufacturing supply to dispensaries Mm, yeah. So we, we have another about that company a bit. called Har Supply that does, you know, pre-rolled cones. And we, you know, do pre-rolled cones for, you know, I'd say probably the majority of the cannabis space at this point. And hey, it's, it's, it's amazing. This is a virtual you pound know, to you guys. We have, <laughs> we're, we're always coming out and developing new accessories and products. And, you know, cones is just how we feel like people are really going to consume in the future. It's, you know, not a lot of people know how to, how to roll a joint, you know. And it was such I, a gap in the industry too. Yeah. Yeah, I know how to roll a joint, guy. but I've been actually, the pre-rolls thing, or even actually, sorry, the cones thing to me has always been just kind of mixed feeling about it, but God is a convenient. I've been using it. I mean, I've had friends ask me to roll 500 pre-rolls for them with cones. I've done it, and I, but just in my own personal, just freaking rolling up pre-rolls, taking them in a, on a trip, it's sure convenient. Like, I Absolutely. know how to roll yeah. joints too. I know how to roll good joints, but the pre-rolls... It has a pretty high success ratio. I mean, if you get a little bit of a stem in there, fucking have to restart on the pre-roll, rip it. Yeah. There's a hole. I mean, I don't think it's worth even keeping. No, but, but usually when they're pre-rolled, they're not that so, bad. So you can kind of smoke past so it. If I was going to smoke like this hemper uh, cone, I mean, I'm probably smoking them all the time and I don't even know. Yeah, but, yeah 100%. But it's just yeah. like the, that's the distribution brand. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hemper doesn't, do they, you guys have your own pre-rolls per se? Like, yeah. uh, you put them in actually, the Actually, interesting enough, uh, be on the lookout. We have a lot of combustibles coming out. So we actually, you know, what you're really smoking on with the, with this tip is that one of our Hemper glass tips. You got two of them over right? there for you. Yeah, I want to try that. We have. Check the it's keeper not the quick hitters out. though, right? No, no, no. no, no that's no. another one in oh, that here. keeper. Yep. So we have these coming out into the market. And then we also have. Um, a few other SKUs are arriving hopefully in the next few weeks here. So we have hemp rolls. So these are going to be glass tip rolls uh, with hemp that you can literally just pack and fill. So think of like, you know, instead of grabbing a swisher, we have to pull the guts out. Like, no, like Ugh. take this hemp roll, fucking fill it, smoke it, glass tip right. smooth as shit. You're coming up with some hemp wraps. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. not hemp wraps. 
So hemp wraps, I'd have to sit there and roll that fucking with the glass tip. Oh, because this is already a pre-roll. Yes. Hemp. Hemp cones. And it's a cone and a roll. These are going to be hemper. No, these are going to be hemper. Yeah. Nice. So we have hemper rolls. We can't talk about it yet. No, dude, we can talk about it now. We've already been, we've already been, uh, it's, it's arrived here hopefully the next few weeks, but like, it's already going to be in, we have a a lot of opportunities in stores that people are going to see them in stores soon. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just like our quick hitters are are in store, a lot of stores on the East coast. Um, you know, I don't understand what those are. I want to get into that. We don't have to talk about it right now, but you guys gave me a lot of these and I definitely I don't even know what it, I don't understand what this is. Like I've been reading it a hundred times. What yeah. the hell do I do with this? So, so it's, it's a one hitter. Really? Right. So, you just pack weed into it. You light it, you hit it, and then you throw it away. Yeah. One hitter. Yep. Yeah. So it's a ceramic so, bowl. That's just convenient for people or hundred percent. And especially yes. with the keeper too. It's this is great for festivals, proof. man. What this? Yes. Okay. Well, it's I want to try proof. it on the podcast. I'm Absolutely. I'll, I'll start getting ready. Yeah. Absolutely. Tear, actually, tear one of those. Do, do one of the other ones. And do That's the non-flavored one. one. Because um, the whole reasoning for the flavor is that some people want to taste flavor with their weed. Some people don't want to taste flavor with weed. Everybody's different. You know, I like respect it. Respect to you. I like it. So but maybe these, one of these flavors. These ones. are terpene-infused flavor balls or crush balls, basically. So you can crush one, have a little bit of flavor, crush two. You can have maximum types of flavor, and literally it's just amazing. Yeah. So I literally won. I was, um, there's a club in New York called Harbor. Um, so I was there for my friend's wedding and literally I'm there slinging like literally quick hitters inside of this fucking New York city club and like just hitting in, like repacking it with a little bit of weed with my keeper and like just passing it around. And like people are like, Oh fuck. Like there's because it's like a little shotgun hit, right? You don't need a whole joint to get high. You just need a little bit of hit. You'll be perfectly lit. And then you want to throw it away. You don't want to have it on you anymore. hundred percent. I, I honestly, I exactly. repacked it yeah. so, so many times. Shit. I think I I was down to my last one because I pre-packed, I think about 20 of them before we got to the club. And I just kept throwing them out. Like, I'm not going to fucking put my mouth in the same one everyone else did type of situation. Oh, you were just throwing them out with product. It's literally there. a one hit. It can't be. Like, I mean. No, yeah, you can. You could you can. split I it kept with two the last people one. or maybe three or four. You could if you, honestly if you do, do like little, more, little but, baby uh, hits, you know, it at, wouldn't be like big. At the end How far could you stretch it? Let's get down to it. You could do probably. I did about an eighth. What? Um, I did about an eighth of weed, just literally repacking the same one. It, repacking the same one. Nice. Yeah, it, it's all really. It's a ceramic. So the beauty of it is, it, it's it's ceramic. So you can, as long as you ash it out and you just repack it, you're good to go. Yeah. Well, so this is the end you put your mouth on. Correct. Yeah. And Remember this the is the end that you put the correct. Gone. That's where you put. Yep. yep. But before yeah. you pack it, oh. Too late, too late. No, so, pack, it doesn't matter. Not too late. You should just crush the tip. crush the end first. Yep. Squeeze it. Yep. Yeah. So there's one bead. There you go. And then there now, might be before, one more. Now this is what I want you to do. Before you even take any weed, because you already have a taste of the weed. Yeah. Inhale that really quick. Oh. Okay. Nice. Now now pack it. Because you've already taken bong rips of the weed. Now when you hit this, I like generally what is like. Would you want to always consume it this way? Granted, you, that's the flavor you chose if you wanted grape or mango or banana or you so know, don't whatever else. So don't this other one? You don't have to. Try try just one. Try just one. I usually do one, hit it twice, and then pack it again, and then crush it again for the last two hits. Oh, look at that. Oh, a cherry. Nice, too. Mm. I smell it. <laughs> I you smell, smell the watermelon. No, watermelon. Which watermelon. Which watermelon. Watermelon. Yeah. Watermelon. What did yeah. I say, Cherry? Strawberry. Strawberry. Oh, okay. 
No, I mean, cherry and strawberry would be good, but I mean. So then it's done. Or it looks like there's a little bit. So, I mean, you could cash it out if you wanted to. You could pack it again because it still is ceramic. But let's say you are, you know, in a place where you just want to throw it away and you literally just want one hit. You just take that one hit and throw it away. It's, you know, it's recyclable. I'm going to try the double poses. Yeah. Yeah, personally, like that's a that's a big flavor hit right there. You want to snap it first though before you load the weed. Yes, and the reason I would say snap it before you load the weed is because when you're packing it, if sometimes what happens to me is when I snap it, it like the weed can like come out a little bit. Fuck, on the other I side. don't think I could find the second one, or I don't know what happened. I think it might have both. Can I confirm? Yep. Yeah. So, I'll show you. Yep. This might be his house person. Of course. One. Are they close to each other? Yeah, I, I think I, I got the other oh, one. Oh, I think you already crushed it. Yeah, I one. did, for sure. But you see, like, when you smush it too much, it does kind of leak the oil out Ooh. a little bit. So I'd crush another one if I were yeah, you. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Go Try on. the mango. Oh, the grape? Yeah, I want to do grape. Classic. I'm grape. Grape's classic. <laughs> but you okay. smell those terps? Was that your house person? Yes, I got to go and hey, that's have unfortunate. let them in. So, fuck. Well, thank God they at least showed up before six. <laughs> like, I... Well, maybe before it's like you dealing go. with the fucking cable guy. Oh, well, they're going to be there from the hours of 7 a.m. and 7 goddamn p.m. and arrive at fucking 8 p.m. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's crazy. <sighs> it's okay, man. All right, well, we'll have our fun without you, okay? That's all right. Please have fun. Take care of my guy here. I'm having a <laughs> tough time really, like, figuring out. One. Yeah, it's because it's cylindrical. And, like, oh, there you go. You got there both. You go. There you go. Yeah, try that one. Give it a really smell. Give it a like, smell. Yeah, yeah, that's, the grapes. That's pure I, right there. I, I that's like pure. pure the mango. The mango's great. Yeah. Grapes really good Some too. Some pure grape flavoring right there. hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, is that vegan? It is uh, vegan. Yeah, it is okay. vegan and gluten free. Yeah, has to be <laughs> kosher. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Nice. It's like. People, you know, a lot of people need this. They oh, want I smell this. the grape. It smells amazing what? right now. I thought you were, thought you were leaving. Fuck. All right, I gotta get out. All of right, here. man. Well, we had fun. Well, do you want to take a quick break? <clears throat> quick break, or do you just want to lower no, your you, mic? At you least? Guys, yeah, I'll lower the mic. I got right, this. Cool. I got this. All right, man. Well, good you got, luck. You got another joint? I'm, I'm gonna take a joint from you. I don't have any. I, got I one. do have weed over there. there take it. I still got a whole fucking whole other one over here. Yeah, I, I love this, guys. Good shit. It's pretty fun, eh? Oh, yeah, eh? Oh, yeah, eh? <laughs> Hopefully next time we'll have you on again and, you know, I won't have to... Dip. Well, next time, I'm sure he'll become in party. You know what I mean? I'd rather him be at one of our parties. Can you do me a favor, though, sir? Yours is number three. Check, check, check. Yep. Nope. Check, check, check. No, nope. chillin'. Get home safe. Oh, can you hand me that little blunt that I rolled though? The little blunt that I rolled on the tray. I love this, honestly. It's like I'm just chilling with my friends. That's the point of it, man. That's what it has I to mean, be. Like, That's what it has to be. You know, looking up some things because I mean, we literally met like two weeks ago. You know what I mean? We we just been connected ever since, which is dope. Base hunter. That's his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Base yeah. Hunter's hilarious, dude. Because I remember his, I was like, Shut up, boy. He actually 
you know, he released some new stuff recently. Really? Oh yeah. Yep, go check it. Go check it. And then text me. And then text me. Yeah, text me. Later. I'm gonna look on my phone and while on the podcast. I'm just... <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't know what Bass Hunter was as a DJ. It's okay, you didn't miss much. <laughs> okay. But no, it was like just like this pivotal moment of kind of like European electro trance, kind of like this just like this cool sound that a lot of people really liked. I yeah. think. I mean it was popular. So it was a little bit like at the same time of like the starting of Steve Aoki and just it was just an impactful electronic yeah music i actually used to dress steve aoki so before i started before i was at hemper i was actually a clothing designer at this company called stitched oh and i thought you were gonna say the, that other one but stitched okay which other one <sighs> that one on spring mountain there but it was they had this like big clothing store over there in vegas for a while but they i think they moved it nope so stitched, stitched. Uh, is in the cosmo and then they also so. have one in tivoli village but i was designing over there for a long time basically when i moved out here yeah, no, no hot dabs on this podcast. That's a glob, my so friend. So how do we fucking ensure it's not going to be too hot? I mean, you guys don't have a temp thermometer, nope. so I'm just going to have to finger judge, so it's all good. I know. We, we need to get a timer. We actually said that last time, and our producer, who's not here today, unfortunately, Jeff, uh, did not add it to the list when you told him to add it to the list. So we really need to add it to the list. Jeff, when you look at this, add it to the list, please. We need a temp timer. <laughs> temp timer would be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But at the same time, I mean, it's like not the biggest of deals. No. I mean, we used to take like hot nails back in the day. But the 2023 way. No, not 2023 way. We're not burning And like we much. talked about earlier, 2023 is all electronic now. Well, it doesn't have to be. That's the thing is it's all about preference because I got off the phone today with Cavi, one of my friends, and he was mentioning how although he is familiar with all these rigs and he has them all, yeah. he prefers the glass and torch because it's just personal way so. absolutely absolutely cheers man big globs <laughs> with the ducky carb cap <laughs> it's nice that's nice and clean absolutely I, I really hope this isn't an indico but if it is no 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 <laughs> no this is uh this is a sativa no i mean the dabs oh the dabs i'm sure all of them oh yeah you are doing dabs duh yeah, no, that's for Actually, sure. It doesn't indica. really matter. It's <laughs> high grade rosin. So, yeah, yeah. Point break. Shout out Haggard. Yeah. So, I mean, you did talk about your story, but how old were you when you first started smoking weed, man? Because I'm impressed. You're fucking hitting after hitting after hitting, which a lot of people don't on the podcast, which is dope. Right. Well, I just thought that this would be the time. I mean, if we're going to do it, we might as well do it. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm for me, it. It's like, what's the worst that's going to happen? And there's all these dabs here too and all this herb. So I'm just trying to take advantage of it and let's see what happens. Sometimes when you dab and smoke so much, the like things that come to mind, I mean, they're just a little different, right? Absolutely. It's a different point of view. It's like different levels of being faded, but. The dabs really mess me up. A lot of people say that you can only get so high and then it doesn't, you can only get so high and then you can't. I get... used to feel like that. Then I took like a year tea break and. Now my tolerance is like back to high school again. Oh, hell yeah. Now Which you're actually dope. feeling the medication. Yes, 100%. 100%. Back then I used to smoke like all day, every day, as we, as we all do now, right? But yeah. I mean, it was like for probably 12 years where I did that every day, you know? And then I took a year tea break. Yeah, you need to. I had definitely like a three, four, five, six-monther pretty yeah. recently. Nice. 
And it was just one of those things where I just felt like this medicine wasn't really, it wasn't like I just didn't need it at this time or it just wasn't something that I needed to consume. I was, I felt like actually the, uh, the medicine, like it was, it was in charge and I wasn't in charge of like when I was consuming it. Right. Like I was like a slave to it per se. So then I told some people about that concept and they told me that it's just sometimes the Mary Jane, she just doesn't, it's, you don't need her at that time. Like just give her a little break. Yeah, So I agree. It was like a little I six agree. month there. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I would have never done that though. You know what I mean? Before that year break. And I was kind of at that same point too. I was like, how's this done, man? I need a little, you know, a little time away from it. That dab was definitely, it's, it was amazing. How yeah. is it so smooth? He makes it all himself. It's, I don't know if it's THCA. I don't know what the fuck any of <laughs> I guess those like are. a large, but even outside of the product being so amazing, I mean, the rig, I don't know. It just, well, it you did it out of the Das Boot XL, which is dope. I haven't seen that. That was sick. <laughs> that was a huge ripper. That huh? was sick. That was, that sick. was iconic. Yeah. I mean, it felt like it. It just looks like that was one of my one. favorite pieces, man. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I like how I had to hold it a specific way. I mean, is that always common? Yeah, well, with that one too, there's only one way to actually clear it. You know, it, it's, you good? Yeah, I'm just adjusting. <laughs> so like, it actually kind of hits like a real DOS boot. Like, you know, remember from the movie? Of course. And it splashed back and you oh, can't actually God. clear it. So you have to keep it really flat or overfill the line. But you did it perfectly. You did it like a champ. Yeah, if it was a good one. You hear them? <laughs> yeah, they're working. Yeah, man. They're having a good time designing next year's shit. Oh, yeah. This is um, this is definitely an honor to be here in this environment. Yeah. I appreciate it. I really it's like dope. your guys' stuff, actually. You guys do the monthly subscriptions, right? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So how long has that been the starting? Like, that was the point from the very, very beginning? Or? Day one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So it really started. So the owner of the store, of the company, um, I've known him since we were like, three, four years old, basically. Mm -hmm. And he went to college and developed this idea from his college dorm, basically. And then him and his college roommates started it. You know what I mean? And it all kind of developed from, you know, the idea of something being so accessible. Amazon was obviously popping at the time, you know, and they started the company officially in 2015. And as it. this monthly service. Yeah. What was the cost? Uh, back then, I'm not too sure, but I mean, now that we are all developing everything in house, mm -hmm. it's thirty nine 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 a month for the okay. subscription, and you get, you know, not only a bong, but you get a bunch of other ancillary products, whether it's to consume or to clean in between sessions, which is dope every month. So that's the two options in the in the cases: a consumption or a cleaner. Basically, I mean, like you know, whether it's some type of, you know, dab tool, and you get. Well, I should have brought. A I've, box. Dude, I've seen them. Yeah, but I know we could be breaking yeah. it open right now. But it's yeah, totally there's like cool. papers and there's like wraps and there's yeah. rolling trays. Sometimes I think you get I a brought... grinder. You know, there's this. You might get some quick hitters. You'll definitely get quick hitters in a box. You know, it just comes with a bunch of stuff that you would need for, you know, consuming cannabis. One thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. Did I ever whip out that freaking incense thing? Oh yeah, we burned through one. Oh shit! Yeah, it I did smell good. I gotta start doing that. That was a vibe. Yeah, it's definitely a vibe. Yeah, you know, having that type of like sense yeah. being enhanced absolutely it stimulates. I mean, it just smells like weed here all the time. You know, 
I think it could probably get a little bit more smelly. It's pretty smoky in here, man. Believe it or not. Are you tap? <laughs> is that is this you saying like I'm tapping out or what? No, 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 no. No, because I mean, like, look, I, I packed all this weed. I'm not saying this is a contest at all. No, it's clearly yeah, not you, a contest. You would win. Like, no, no, no. You're fucking dabbing away. <laughs> you don't dab? I don't. No, it it fucks me up. It fucks me up. Of course. The first time I did a dab was like 2010, and it was like three or four hours. I was so high. I couldn't control myself. It was ridiculous. What did you do? Did you pee yourself? No, I just was just like a fucking zombie on the couch for three hours at my friend's house, and I didn't do shit. I was like, I couldn't do anything. But, I mean, I don't know. It was great. It was still really good. I guess high. it's just all about the tolerance level. Like that's, that like that's what my it comes down to. For sure. For sure. Oh, did it? And now, yeah. you know, I'm sure after taking this such long break that I just got off of, I'm sure, you know. It it's one of those things, up. too, where, I mean, with... With alcohol, everybody, when you get arrested, right, like 0.08 is the legal limit. Yep. So when you are on the marijuana, too, there's, there clearly is a legal limit. Do so you know what that is? I have no clue. But my buddy actually did get tested for THC somehow, and they measured in, like, nanograms. Mm -hmm. and he actually got a DUI for it. Oh, yeah. And he did this whole thing, and it was such bullshit because... It, it could stay in your system way longer than alcohol, A, right? But you might have smoked yesterday and you'd still test for some type of nanogram. <laughs> Let's think about how small that would be. You know what I mean? I don't even know what that would fucking translate <laughs> to percentage. You know what I mean? But yeah, well, it's one of those substances per se, like, or whatever. It's just stays in your system. For, I don't know. For definitely. I don't know. I mean, we would be fucked. <laughs> you know, if they tested us tomorrow, it'd be like, yeah, obviously I fucking smoked. Okay, Hamper has to come out with a product that is, um, it goes in your car yeah. and you drink it. Uh -huh. And if you get pulled over, you drink <laughs> it, right? Right when you get pulled over. And then right when you drink it, it'll it'll make you have to go pee really, really bad. Yeah. And then you pee and then it'll clear it all out. Uh, Million dollar I idea? Know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we would want to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> We, right, we, we we'll, just, we'll stay in our lane just, of doing glass. Okay. <laughs> you know, that that's what we're good at. That might be cool, though. Well, I, I mean, know. you mentioned that you were doing the cleaners, right? Yeah, I this mean, we, the same, we do. It's a cleaner. It's the human cleaner, though. But that's what the, the mouthwash, <laughs> I guess it, I mean, some, someone told me that it came from something that was like Windex. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that's not good. Mm -hmm. No. Oh, no, no, no. Not Windex. Uh What's, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. See where I'm trying to get at with this? I think it's hydrogen peroxide. Okay. No idea now. <laughs> no? I don't know. I remember one one of my friends growing up, she used to like finish brushing her teeth and wash it out with hydrogen peroxide. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anywho, that's fucking random. For sure. <laughs> Man, stoned. You know, what about lost so this, train of thought? What is this? Um, you guys always have different levels to the like, these are you know, $40, right? For a month, uh, so you can send these, 40... or are these exclusive? Like, they're different, but you no, wouldn't no, no, get no. We, we can send these. I mean, some of them might run out, but this would be the monthly one. It's usually this size, something under would you like consider six that to inches. be mid size? Yeah, for sure, because we actually have three different levels so there's the XL, the monthly, and then there's the mini. So, the so mini, how would you get the XL? Uh, 150 bucks a month, same way. Woo! Mm -hmm. Damn, son. Yeah. 150 bucks a month, and yeah. you get an XL pack every month. Yeah. With the with the new bong. New bong and and more shit, obviously. You guys do merch like? 
Not yet, but it's coming soon, man. So that's 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 my lane, dude. Is the whole clothing? Oh game. yeah, you mentioned earlier. Yeah, stitches. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, we Stitched. just officially became uh, in production. It's taken so long and bouncing back and forth in between vendors and trying to get to the right price points. It's difficult because I was more used to, um, you know, manufacturing and domestically and and doing international is is uh, interesting. It's a whole other ball game, but it's good. You, know. you want to do the search and manufacturing in the United States. Mm -hmm. Well, that's obviously always preferred. Yeah. Yeah. And we well, are a lot of our products. Not always, but a lot of consumers prefer that. Yeah. And, and that's like my OG way of going to downtown LA and just like fucking sourcing the material myself. I was ready to sew everything here, but then, you know. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just guys just get a whole, you know, new hub and. Dude, I would have done that. And I mean, it's it, not even hard. No, no, no. It's a couple I would have sewed up everything. But I mean, doing it at the scale that we needed at, it, it needs a whole team. And we have a whole manufacturing facility at, you know, where we do all of our glass that does clothing too. So it's dope. It's going to come. It's very soon. Very, I'm excited very for soon. that because there's just like hype about having sweatpants with like... No, I know. I mean, you're all hardened out right now. How did that relationship happen? Um, So I've got a record label. Okay. Happy we're talking about this. Shout out to Faded Records. Yeah, that's right. You own a fucking record label too. I mm -hmm. read that. That's sick. We got to talk about that in a second. It's all good. Yeah. So with that record label, I was working with this artist named Gas Beats. And he was making like trap and dubstep. Okay. And we went on tour together and he was sponsored by Harding on the tour. And I gotcha. was an artist on the tour. And then I was just like, wait, so this is a Las Vegas dispensary and they're sponsoring you. Like this, this concept to me was like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. So I was like, I, I think I just hit them up or with that, you know, that was the, it zapped into my consciousness. I figured it out, connected the dots. Next thing you know, I'm having a meeting with Trey Borders, one of their older employees. And I'm in the office and. It just was like meant to happen. It was a good vibe. I mean, obviously they want to, Harding wants to work with a lot of influencers. Absolutely. Artists, Las Vegas people. <coughs> Which they do so well at too. I mean, they're everywhere and everyone knows them. Excuse me. But yeah, that was dope when I saw you there. That was awesome. Yep. I, I really appreciate them. They actually sponsored at least one music video. That was really, really meaningful. Mm-hmm. I got to go out to Jamaica. I mean, it, it all worked out perfectly. It's a record with Beanie Man. Okay. So, sponsored by Hardeen. It's called... Can, oh, my God. I'll have to think about the name. I was just looking at it. Like, <laughs> there's so many songs, like, it's not Roots Reggae Wine. Either way. No, yeah, you have a shit ton of music. I know, too much. I was listening to... Um... I was obviously playing you in the car this morning. Oh, it's called reggae music. Oh, reggae music? For sure. Featuring Beanie Man. That's sick. That's sick. When did that one come out? That came out a couple years ago. Okay. That, that record is so dope. I mean, we were in Jamaica, and me and a couple artists, Big Tie Stick, Aldo Caldo, Michael Black. I've been to Jamaica a couple times, but this specific time, we were out there, we are in the hotel room. We're doing touring around the island, trying to, you know, manifest where we're going to throw this festival, throw some events. And we're, then we go back to the hotel room. I've got my laptop. I mean, I literally try to want to make music whenever possible. For sure. We're doing like a jam on the balcony with like these reggae artists. 
next thing you know like that kind of chills out because they're playing real instruments mm -hmm. next thing you know i'm like just like on my headphones on the laptop and i just like you know felt the vibe of the island felt the vibe of the instruments and i produced this beat and then everyone kind of like wrote something to it in the moment and then i remember we went to this huge festival in jamaica where beanie man was performing and then it was like a legendary performance like something yeah. that you would never see i mean i've seen this type of vibe in new orleans because oh. i live there but like i don't know like block party vibes so that's what it was like it was like a block party jamaica uh, takeover oh sick people had spray cans and they were lighting them with the flames and like um, doing shit like was going blow nuts torches. yeah blowing torch and customs yeah <laughs> and beanie man was oh, on man. stage doing like michael jackson moves and stuff and my homie big tie stick was like we're definitely gonna get a feature from this guy we're gonna work with this guy for sure and i was like dude hell no or something. <laughs> <laughs> seriously I, I doubt it but then next thing you know we got happened. the feature fuck so we got the feature on the record and then uh hardeen sponsored the video because he was he was taxing to be in the video so thank god hardeen honestly blessed that relationship and obviously they got some content from beanie man beanie was, sure. man was super stoked to be rocking hardeen and now really. i'm sure he goes to hardeen all the time of course <laughs> literally i mean beanie man specifically he actually doesn't come to america he didn't come to america for a long time i think i don't know I don't know the story behind it all, but he now I think with certain legal issues, he's might be Come coming back soon. more. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think he's ever been to Harding, but I think well, he yeah. definitely needs to definitely go. And when he goes, <laughs> he's going to love it. Man, I can't even tell you last time I heard a Beanie Man song, to be honest. That's going way well, back for me. You're going to check out this reggae music one and you're going to be hooked. Absolutely. No, I was listening earlier today. I think it was called Blackbird. Oh, you like that one? Yeah, man. That was a good one. That was a very unique record, but I, yeah. I love it. I think it's dope. I that mean, I, I, I definitely contemplated taking that one off my catalog like multiple times. No, I was like, oh, damn. Because I don't know. Something resonated with me. It was just like, yeah, still stuck with me, which is dope. Yeah. that. What What did you like about the record? There's the sonic elements of it. Audio? I mean, I, it, it was really interesting because, you know, A, I, I, I didn't know that that's the type of music that you did for me, A. Right, that was like one That's of the first dope. songs I heard by you, and I don't know. It had more of melodic than most EDM for me, and I thought it was really, uh, I don't know, it, it captivated me. That's beautiful. Yeah. Do you listen to a couple different ones? Yeah, well, that, I, one, I that was think, one of the first uh, ones, though. Right? Colors was another one. Oh yeah, um, dude, that's awesome. Blackbird. Yeah, Black Record. So those artists, 77 Cousins, they're the, like the vocalists on that. Okay. They, that's like, I guess, might be their only song they have out. Like they have like oh, really? no monthly listeners. Like it's like, that's their only song. And that song has like, you know, maybe 200,000 plus streams or it something. It was sick. But it's just so funny because I'm just like, who are these people? <laughs> like literally, I've never even met these artists. How do it, they come to you with that? Or do right, you go to them? I was going to definitely ex explain, but they hit me up on a website. Like okay. it was called Submit Hub, I think. And I had a record label on there. And they basically were just like, we need you to remix my song. I mean, that was the vibe. That's how I talked to a lot of people on that specific website. And that's how that relationship was made. And I remixed their song, but then it was kind of flipped into like, I liked the original, they liked the original, but then it, yeah. it was more of like a Jackal reproduction, not even For a sure. remix. It was just, For let's sure. just rebrand this, yeah. you know? And then basically, boom, 
we released it and it's been out for years and they, I don't think they released any, they probably broke up. Like, <laughs> it was a couple or something? Yeah, it's two guys. Okay. They probably just like don't, that's the hat to happen. That's what happens all the time in music is people, they do it then they break up yeah. and then they don't do it anymore. No, I think, I mean, the, the lyrics were really sick on that too. And I was going to ask, I couldn't tell because it sounded very similar to your voice too. What? Yeah. Think, oh, just like my talking voice? Yeah. Yeah. I can I can see how you think that. You know what but, I mean? Yeah, I mean I do definitely freestyle rap like that too sometimes. It's fun with autotune because yeah. I think they had like full autotune on that. But I I actually had no role in writing that song or recording it, thankfully. Oh, wow. Okay. That was a relief. <laughs> there you go. What's your favorite song that you've done? I'm sure it's impossible to answer. But our most memorable, I think, would be a better one because it could be from experience or most fun to create or or all of them. Because, I mean, all of it, I'm sure, is a different piece of work in your mind, too. Oh, of course. You know? I mean, just that the, when you first asked the question, it's I, the one song came to mind. Oh, word? Yeah. It, it's just like, I have so many songs, and like every song I'm working on in the present is my yeah. favorite. Of course. As as anything that you're doing in life, right? The next thing or the next right, thing. Right, like I'm just like so hyped about what I'm working on right now. Yeah, right? absolutely. But also like my favorite songs that are released, I have one called Destiny. Okay. I think it's really, really beautiful. Yeah. I think that it, it, it has potential to inspire people. Yeah. And it's just like Destiny, a really powerful record. Awesome. I think a lot of people are honestly sleeping on a lot of my music, which is totally fine. But yeah, I think that's a, a mentality so that too. is definitely like, you know, confidently ego based, but definitely no, like there's true, some, there's some, there's some sleeping. It's just, it's all good. When it, when I get to spin them out of like the big speakers at EDC, people are going to yeah. hear that shit. Are you going next weekend? Is it next weekend? Two oh, weekends? I'm definitely going to be there all yeah. three days for sure. Going to be at EDC for all three days. It's not locked in. No locked no. in performances. No. Just attending. Well, that would be sick, man. We'll if see you have, guys, but you I, I do think ticket. I might be giving away some tickets though. Yeah, hell yeah, let me know. Because I was really trying to go for the company. If I I was like, man, that would be fucking sick. Like, well, I mean, unless Insomniac's go. watching this right now and they're going to like close the gates, there's usually ways to get in always, so. Hey, I mean. But just, you know, as a local, it's like a lot of these people that want to go to this event, they always find a way. I've oh, never always. been, ever. If you set the intention to go and your intention is to get in and you have... No other option but to get in, you're going to get in. Yeah. And either way, bro, I got you regardless. You <laughs> I was know. like, damn, I'm not having no offense. <laughs> no, 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 no. Of course That'd not. That'd be sick, though. Of course not. Man, I appreciate that. You would go in on the tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> then you don't have to hop. No, 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 no. Pass. No, no, no. It's all good. There's all, I mean, Harding, I'm surprised, Hemper, you guys don't do anything. You said you were trying to do some collaboration. I was trying to, but I mean, it was like Angel said that they are really strict, even on the idea of us not even selling product, right? I just wanted to just, be if I can be on a wristband even you know what I mean just some type of branding they didn't want anything to to do with us well, which is fine and I get it but because it's not a federal thing and they're a huge company and they're grossing you know millions of dollars from one month of work but they do thousands of these a year well you mentioned yeah. we talked about the merchandising kind of being limited mm -hmm. I mean the merch pack that I got from them was pretty Similar to yours, I'd say, but they have some more merch options. I guess it's all merch based. It's, I mean, it's not glass. There's no cleaners, so it's completely different, I guess. But totally, totally. But the stuff that they did have in the the th thing, I mean, it obviously you guys could look at it and just do the same exact stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think once we open up this clothing route, it's going to give us more opportunity to expand 
you know what I mean? And be more of a, a brand, you know, some people don't view hemper as brand and then our lifestyle. It's just like a subscription, which they're right. But I mean, for us here, and I think you saw it, I mean, this is like not just a fucking job or a company. Like we all really want to evolve and continue to grow. Oh this, yeah. You can feel that, you know, you can feel that. I can feel that. And it's not like we're new. I mean, we've been here since 2015. That's well, I mean, I think um, it obviously, I mean, to me, just personally, it helps that you guys are working in the cannabis industry. Oh, for sure. That's, to me, that's like a cool vibe. And I'm not saying you want to always work and do cool stuff, but no, I think it helps to me. super fun working in the cannabis industry. It's, dude, I get to do stuff like this and hang out with, you know, awesome people and meet new, you know, people that are in the same space just because we met from cannabis right. which is super fucking cool too well i mean i mean i can just obviously say as an artist the cannabis is needed for me i totally agree i mean 100%. i've i've been working closely with cannabis and music for 12 years yeah so a lot of a lot of people producers legendary producers i've worked with they've hit me with some concepts like about music and weed Mm-hmm. and humans and like saying that they all came from the same place and i think it's a beautiful concept i mean i can't even think about how many great pieces of music that has been written because of cannabis millions you know bet that for sure cannabis right it's yeah. cannabis music it's it just it goes hand in hand that's honestly why the record but it's just faded. music though you yeah, know music. what i mean it's not like necessarily even it sounds great when you're even not stoned, but I mean, it sounds, music sounds better when you're high, <laughs> you know? That's, Is that that's a, fact, a fact, you know? That's a fact, man. That's, <laughs> that's a, a fact. fact. That's a fact. Music my, sounds better when you're high. My brother says that all the time. And he's a DJ out here too. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's kind of just starting out, which is dope. Well, but, I, yeah, the music sounds better when you're high. Yeah. This is exactly why I named my record label Faded. Oh, hell yeah. I didn't know that. Well, of course, but it's it's because I would always go into uh, work back in the day when I had a job at like a place or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and some other place, right? Um, and I walked into work stoned as and I told should. my coworker like, yo, I'm faded as fuck. As you should be. And she was like, what does faded mean? Right? <laughs> you never heard that song? Faded, faded. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I literally pretty much said that. I was like, you literally don't know what faded means? That's what I said. Yeah. And she was like, no, what does faded mean? And I was just like, I had I had an epiphany right there in the moment. Really, I just was like, that's definitely has to be the name of my label. Absolutely. How can I spell that, though, so I can own it? Right. So I, I decided on F-V-Y-D-I-D. Got you. So it's like F-V-Y, which is kind of, in my mind, like, fay. Right. Did. Right. The V should be an A. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's no, definitely I got it. weird. But to me, it just, it was perfect. And, and when perfect. was this? 2016. Damn. That's dope. So you started your label pretty soon after, really, really quick. Yeah. I started my label because I had a lot of talented friends that needed help. Awesome. Boom. Awesome. So right in the beginning, I was working with these talented individuals and I told them, like, you have no risk working with me because I promise that I'll give you 100% of all the money that your record generates. Right. 
So that was the deal point that was like the selling, I mean, not just the selling point, but just like the, the safe point because every label wants to take at least 50%. I mean, there's obviously so many contracts, options, but no label is going to do like 0%. Right. But this doesn't make any sense. Right. But I know the music industry, the modern music industry, I know it. And I know that it's like my friends that are making money on my record label with their streams, they're, they're doing pretty solid, you know, getting good streams, making some bucks. But <laughs> it's like I'm down to just pay that all to them because it's For honestly sure. not tens of thousands. No, no. But I mean, I respect that though. Friends helping friends, man. Can you toss me a water because I ran out? Absolutely. Thank you, bro. Thank God Angel isn't here. I know. He would have fucking downed all these for sure. We would have been left dry. Yep. Yep. Jeff would be here right now. Motherfucker. And he'd be getting us waters if we needed waters. But Jeff. Yeah. Where the the hell's the fucking Jeff? Jeff, he needed some Did he days think that off. I, he just thought that I wasn't like important enough. He was like, all no, right. No, 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 not at we all. We got Jack on the He was show, like, do so. you really want me to come in today? I was like, no, it's okay. Because I mean, after 420, we did like eight shows just that week. And it was 12 hour oh, days. Oh, so you guys have just been hustling. Oh my God. Nonstop. Dude, Every day. 420 weekend or week, two weeks really for us. It was just a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot of fun. But I mean, it was tiring for sure. Stop, man. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. Faded. Yeah. Faded, dude. Faded. I'm glad that, you know, it's finally Friday too as well. I wanted to like finish the point of the faded thing with just like oh, when yeah, you please. mentioned that, you know, we're definitely high and stoned and I was like, hell yeah, music sounds better when you're high, right? For sure. And it's like, to me, the the whole faded thing is like, what, it, what does it really mean to be faded to you? Oh, man. I mean... I definitely it's to be stoned you know i mean i'm so faded. you would say to be stoned which to me being stoned would imply to just being high on marijuana mm. would you agree with that like being stoned means you're high on marijuana or do you think being stoned could mean i mean it, could, it could be other things for you sure could be like i'm stoned off the alcohol yeah you could oh, be like shit. yeah i'm for stoned sure. off the alcohol you could be for sure and i'm stoned off for other sure stuff. i mean it, stoned so, is typically implied for cannabis a but faded typically. faded you're absolutely right i definitely have said man i'm faded when i'm drunk for sure hey right so that's for to sure. me that's the to me i th- thought about the concept that music sounds better when you're high and i was like what does it mean to be faded and like how does it relate to music and it's just like a party you know i think mean? it just means elevated Ooh, I like so that's that. what i've really defined like for that. myself is like it's like i don't want to just be like yo i'm high right now and right. it's like i don't know because it has that like vibe around sometimes that i personally think like maybe it might mean lazy mm-hmm. but it's like it doesn't have to be of course but it's just like no to me faded too like faded i'm faded and I'm listening to the music. I'm high. I'm listening to the music. It's all the same stuff. I'm elevated. I'm like in a different that. perspective. It's a different point of view. Different headspace. For sure. Yeah. It's not. It's not down here. You're. You're up there with it. And that's. That's why I consume when I produce music because I like to enjoy the music being sober. I don't need the music to need the weed to produce the music. But I know when I have to finish a record, like send it off to the label. It has to be done. I have to like do the final touches on it. Right. That I want to be pretty stoned personally on the ganj. As you should be. On the cannabis. As you should be. Because 
I feel like then I can, my ears, they like pop, my spine pops. I'm just like, just like really in a space of like. You're elevated, man. You're in a different oh, element. Yeah, of course. It, it's it's a not, yeah, you need to be Little, in a certain headspace to do certain type of music that you do. Yeah. And it I just, completely it just also agree. Like, like we talked about working here and being fun and being cool. For sure. When I'm stoned, I'm finishing the tune. It just so happens to like things feel more cool when I'm just like playing with these tones. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's just like, woo, that tone is. You lose yourself good. into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Losing yeah. yourself into the music is really important when you're making it. Absolutely. We get to put on parties and I don't know, were you at our party? No, you no I don't think I've ever been you to a little been to party, our, but yeah, you should have been DJs to our, or what? Yeah, man, we do. Last what one was with DJ Sleep and uh, DJ Sam I Am. And there's one other performer. I can't figure his name. Shout out to all the Las Vegas DJs. Shout out to everybody working on music out there. Hell Thank yeah. you guys for your contributions. You know, we're all out here just trying to be creative. We can support one, of, one another with it. Doesn't have to be so ego-based at the end of the day. No. Know? And I, I find that not to be the case out here. You know what I mean? I think everyone is super dope that I meet out here, which is <laughs> cool. I don't know. All right. Well, everybody has their own opinion. I mean, <laughs> I'm thankful. I'm super thankful. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You think you think there's some asshole DJs out here? I mean, there's assholes everywhere. What the oh, hell? Yeah. I wouldn't even consider it to be assholes. I just think everybody's on their different level of lane. Everyone's focused. Everyone's on their other worlds. I mean, and it's it's hard out there in life. So I mean, I can I can definitely relate to being an asshole. Like it's it's all good. I mean, but I the mean, thing about it is, it's like. Yeah, everybody's just in their own lane. It's like, as a music producer for me, that's my passion, my focus, just like creating for the sure. good sound, focusing deep into that, trying to enhance the sound quality, dive deeper into my ability to create what I feel. And I think that a lot of DJs do that with their DJ performance. Right. That's what they want to do. I mean, I would hope is they want to create the vibe. They want to set the room. They want to, you know, change people's lives that night really it's not a selfish act it's you know it's an artistic act for sure it's the same as producing a song it's you're producing a whole night like the whole sound it's insane i can't imagine what that's like to be on the other side you know where you are on the other side of those turntables i think it's easy to become an asshole in that sense because you become like feeling like you're entitled right like you're up there you're like the right? one I mean, that's up there you on the pyramid have that and you power. have the and you're like ah and then you like, are the god of that. Or maybe night, that doesn't you know leave some I mean? people's headspace, right? I mean, yeah. that's the thing is, yeah, everybody's just on their own vibe. Yeah. So I definitely feel like this city of Las Vegas is a unique one to be an artist in. I I'm feel sure like, it's a lot of competition too. Um, I mean, no, there's not. No. I the thing like about the city is that you've got the Las Vegas strip. Right. Which has all the nightclubs. Right. And then you have like Fremont Street that has like some clubs that are really great. Right. Then there's like some other clubs off the beaten trail. And it's just, you know, I guess it's all about community. There's definitely some local things going down. Some companies that are throwing some good events. Right. Absolutely. And to me, like, it's all about, is there opportunity for artists to, you know, wreak the benefits or like share their art. I haven't really been blessed personally with too many opportunities in this city. So I find that kind of unique, but it's like there's limited opportunities in the city because you're versing with Las Vegas Strip. 
Right. So, so was EDC your biggest one in Vegas then that you've done? Yeah, I mean, yeah. performing on an R car at EDC definitely was the biggest show I've ever done. Sick. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine that, bro. What is that feeling? What is that feeling like being behind, you, you know? Want this? No, no, okay, cool. all you, brother. Hey. What is that like? You know what I mean? I mean, can you, can you just describe okay. like the, that energy and that like. Yeah. It's different for each setting. It's like a comedian, really. It's right. like a comedian. They have to read the crowd. Right. Like it's their, their performance as a comedian is different for every crowd. They have to, like, the crowd's going to react different to their jokes every time. Right. It's the same thing as an artist. As a, as a true DJ, as a true performer, as a musician, like, you can do the same set in every city. A lot of DJs do. Like, right. really, like, it's easy. So they just play the same set. The visuals are the same. It's the same thing in every city. They get away with it because it's different crowds, right? But, like, the crowd's going to react to the songs different every time. Right. So for EDC, shout out to Poseidon out there. We did a little uh, performance together one year. I've done, I believe I've done some Jackal solo stuff, but I know our big one was Jackal and Poseidon. We were in a band together called Vegas Mode. And we had Aldo Caldo working on the Forest House art cart. Shout out to that whole movement. Uh, they let us up, you know, after a lot of struggle, they let us up. Like they were letting up all some girl ravers that we, we knew some of our friends up there. And then when we went up there to like DJ, cause we were told that we were could, they were like, nope, you can't get up here. Like the main guys, which is fine. You know, it's all good guys. I respect them. Sure. <laughs> so we walked away and then we come back because like, there's no phone connection out there, but somehow like our manager at the time was like, dude, go back. They're going to let you up there. This is going to be the biggest thing for your career. And like, we were hyping it up that we were going to DJ it. It was announced. I mean, that yeah, was, was sick, big. man. So, but then like we, we got to the stage, they said no. So were they hyping it on their pages too, or is it only yours? That's a beautiful question. And this was more of an underground thing. So it was like definitely more of a, a self-hype thing, but they said, no, we walk away, we come back and they say, yes, we go up, we spin and we DJ for about 20 minutes. Nice. And it was it seemed like a hundred thousand people out there Can't imagine because that. our art cart was faced right in front of circus grounds like so it was like the biggest main stage one of them apart from kinetic field and all that never been <laughs> but it, it was, sounds it was incredible cool. and i see recaps and all yeah. my friends go and our set was like just so unique time. it's it's you got to come you're gonna come this year i'm oh, gonna get, definitely get your ass out there you say you do art and music and you do stuff for this company you need to come to edc it's yeah. gonna pop here it's gonna pop something <laughs> I mean, I've been offered a bunch of times to go, but I've always you're coming declined. for sure, one hundred percent. Oh man, I appreciate that. That sounds like a great time. We man. spun up the set that we did up there on the EDC stage, like totally in the moment. I don't, I don't think we practiced at all. No rehearsal time. We literally just went up there. We just spun tracks. I think we spun some originals. I saw some of my artist friends in the crowd, so I spun some of their music. Oh, that's sick. Oh yeah, that's it was awesome, legendary. Man. It was it was beautiful. I mean, Insomniac, they're they're obviously a powerful group. I feel like I've tapped into like working with them a couple of times, but it just didn't necessarily work out. Yeah. But I definitely am working on some absolutely just phenomenal, phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal music. Are you going to be on tour anytime soon or doing any shows? I am working on that, but at this time I'm just working on some, finishing up some records. I'm finishing up a couple albums. Nice. So that's good, man. 
I'm in the studio right now. As you should be. Everyone should be when they're on their grind as you are. I I can respect everybody touring out there. It's beautiful. Please keep the scene alive. We need this. Yeah. I haven't been to a show in a long time, man. Yeah. There's a lot of different unique vibes going on out there. I respect it all. We definitely need touring artists to keep it up. We need venues to keep, you know, letting artists tour. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, promoters, booking agents out there. (laughs) Everyone's like watching. I feel like everything just happens at the right time for everybody. Man, it kind of is like the right time, right place. Totally. Know? I mean, us meeting, that was the right time, right place. Bro, I was For not sure. going to come to Harding. Like, just know that. You just got eye surgery, dude. Yeah, I was not going to come to Harding. <laughs> when we were not going to meet that day. No. But I feel like everything happens for a reason. Like, I was just out last night, and I was just like, <sighs> right? I mean, it was just super loud. But I had a blast because yeah. it was a good vibe. Yeah. But it was just, it just so happened to be a loud nightclub. So... My ears were pretty sensitive in the moment. My eyes were, I had my glasses on, so it wasn't so loud, uh, bright. But I was definitely thinking like, why am I here kind of vibe. Like I was trying to meditate on like, how can I really take advantage of this moment and just like chill out and just like receive this present moment, right? Yeah, you weren't feeling it. It was intense, but yeah. like I was chilling. Yeah. I was I was stay put. Yeah. Okay? I was withstanding. And then I basically got introduced to like a program producer director to one of the local radio stations. Nice. And they were basically hyping up um, like the movement that I've been working on with like Hard Eyes, this band. And they're just, they believe in the movement. They really believe in in what we're working on. So nice. they, they really think that they like, they want to put us on per se, is yeah. what they said. Like, we want to put you guys on. We want to break you. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Man, I'm, I heard, you hear a lot of different stuff right like place, that right in this time. industry. Yeah, I know. Especially, but I didn't want to be there. I was, I was, I promise you, I was gonna leave like multiple times. I was like, I'm gonna definitely oh, leave this venue, dude. I've done I'm walking that out. I'm walking out. Of times. I'm gonna go get a lift. I'm gonna go to a lift. Yeah. But then I stood, stayed like a couple minutes longer. Boom. Yeah. Program director, what's your Instagram? Follows me. Oh shit! And then he said like, Oh, you've worked with this artist, of course. Like, oh, like. This, they the kind of heard of you already. Of course. Yeah. And that's, that, usually, that usually is the case. That's how it is out here. That happens a lot out here, though, too. It's just like these weird yeah. little connections. Like, doot, yeah. doot, doot, doot. I think it's the town, man. Because, I mean, it is still a pretty small town. It's definitely at, a small town. You know, at the end of the day, there's just thousands and thousands of people coming in and out all the time. That's just it. And, I mean, that's there is opportunity out there. And I respect it. I've got a lot of friends that are DJs. They're getting booked at these venues. I love that. So that's really dope. Yeah. Um, I think that like for me as an artist, I'm really diving deep into my sound, which is really beautiful. I'm really getting closer to achieving this true sound that I've been working on. Like with these bands that I have now, I've like, I'm starting to separate the concepts of like my productions. Okay. Yeah. Because I've got so many different styles that I work on. It's confusing. I think to my fans, but they probably don't give a fuck, but not my fans, but the, the, the output reach of like people that would listen to one of my songs. They all do sound different, which is dope. I mean, it's not like one specific genre of EDM, which I do like. That's well, dope. I thought that was funny when you said that Blackbird was even EDM. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And I think that that would definitely be can, not considered EDM to a lot of people. Oh, no. I mean, there's different styles for sure. Everybody you has their I mean? own definition of the sound. Yeah, yeah. That's I think, why I want to separate the sound to make it a little bit easier for people. I got Jackal, which is, I want it to be like the rave sound. Yeah. Like you're at EDC, really. That's really yeah, what yeah. I want Jackal to be, EDC. Yeah. <laughs> but then I've got the Jackal Beats, which is hip-hop and R&B and Latin beats. A lot of different styles of instrumentals. Yeah. 
really beautiful jazz instrumentals and yeah. some smooth jazz stuff and just some really powerful stuff. I mean, would I ever get booked as Jackal Beats? I never even thought about that. But I, I, mean, I don't know what the heck that would even be. A lot be of artists do that. You know what I mean? They have different names and different types for other genres, but you do it all kind of inclusive under one name, which is dope. I'm trying to keep it a little bit separated. Yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah. Like with the Jackal, I want it to be the EDC. Okay. Jackal beats, I want it to be more like instrumental beats and stuff because okay. I make a lot of those because I have so much fun making them. Right. Excuse me. <laughs> hey, a lot of water, a lot of water. No, that was the beet juice. <laughs> oh, there you go. Was that what you were drinking? Oh, yeah. Well, I had some. I hit it, though, because it was it would definitely make my teeth all red. So I kind of like chilled on it because <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that like it, on man. the pot. Well, pff. all right. <laughs> enjoy it. And then I've got this new band called Hard Eyes. Okay. We make yeah, I think techno. I saw that on your it's with Yoketa Sila. Shout out. Yeah, shout out. Huge Vegas DJ. And she DJs all around the world. So Awesome, man. Yeah, she's, That's your next thing? That's your finished project? Hard Eyes? Yeah. That's what you're working on We're working on, working on an album right now. It's powerful. Okay. It's so legendary. So that whenever that drops, I mean, we're working on some stuff with it. It's just like we've got some labels that want to sign some singles. Okay. So it, it kind of makes it challenging when you want to work on an album because then you're like, well, if this label signs the song, the single, then we I don't think we can really put that on the album, which right. is fine. Well, so we're why, just kind of working on that. Well, because the label wants to own it 100%, right, to monetize it. Okay. So they wouldn't allow, because we want to, they don't want all of our songs is the thing. They're, you know, labels are picky. They don't want every song. Sure. So if they want like one song, but we had like an album where we had like 10 or 12 songs, we would just make the album one song less. And right. And then give them that single. And then right. we'd make this, the album one song less because they wouldn't allow it. Because the album, we want to self-release it. That's the thing. Unless we can find a label deal on it, which we're down. <laughs> you guys can hit me up on the gram at official jackal <laughs> there you go. but yeah we'll see what's up um we, we're down we want to self-release it we're having a lot of fun with that but why wouldn't they want you to have the single on there if it's your own piece of music that's what i don't get okay so the answer is is that the label wants to collect all the royalties 100 mm -hmm. and if we self-released that song that they signed right then we would be receiving money for that song because if we're self-releasing it, then we're going to receive money for it. Because it's self-releasing means like I would distribute the product. Right, right, right. Right? So it's like if... Um, so they want to own the entirety of that everything. Piece. Just and, like one of your guys' pieces, right? Like if a right, company right, right, wanted right. to buy this piece. Understood, it, understood, understood. They, they're buying the rights to the whole entire thing. Got you. Yep. But we are splitting the royalties on it, but they need to be in charge of that. They're like the owner of that. And then... They wouldn't allow us to like self-release it at that point. I mean, but you're still getting a piece of that, though, right? Of course, yeah. Okay. Of course, okay. of course, okay. of course. Either it's there's multiple different options for that. Okay. Awesome. Understood. I was like, damn. So they're just gonna take it from you just because you're on the label and you're not gonna. I mean, they're pretty much just. It's it's just it's always unique working with a record label. Yeah. There's a lot of different types of record labels. For sure. There's like in the modern day era, it's there's these YouTube record labels. And then there's these like, I don't know, like mass releasing record labels that just like want to just release so much music, but like they don't really care about the songs. I mean, that's a lot of the the labels regardless, but then there's like right. the top 50, top 100, top three, like the top three or top one tier, whatever that like really have all the money. Right. And then there's like maybe top 50 that have some of the money. 
And then there's like a thousand that have some money. And then other than that, it's like everybody else just doesn't have any really money. And, you know, money is business. I'm in the, in the music business. Right. So it's like, I want to work where there's the funding. So I'm trying to get, go to the really top, 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 top. Yeah. Yeah. Insomniac is up there. They're that's picky, up there. They're that's picky big, with though. who they work with. Well, I mean, yeah, that's why I mentioned with the competition out there because there's just so many great artists, you know. But it's and, like so much deeper than that. Yeah. It's deeper than just so many, so many great artists. Like there really are so many great artists, but I guess it's like all intention-based and focus-based because like I was talking about, if you really focus on something, I really want to believe you can totally achieve it, right? For sure. Some artists and producers, they're not necessarily focused on like being on that big main stage or being signed to these like big Las Vegas residencies or big world tours. Some producers literally just want to produce. Like right. my family members, they produce for the legends and they just, they're chilling. They don't want to tour. They're just chilling. They have a family, a daughter. Oh you know? yeah. And they're just producing. Yeah. But then, you know, there's artists that just want to DJ. For sure. And then there's just different levels to it. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I guess I think I always, the ultimate goal is to be on tour, you know, but you're right. Like just producing it's definitely making not. great music. No, no, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it, it's like, for sure. I feel like that is definitely, you have to do that as an artist to like experience that and understand what that feels like. For sure. Of course, sure. like you said, that's like what you need to achieve, right? Like that one milestone. I'm going on tour, guys. Yeah. Go fund me or yeah. whatever, right? Like I've got funding. Let's do this. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I think everybody has to go on at least one tour to experience it to like understand what it's like. Oh man, again, I can't even imagine. There's like, different levels to like the music industry. Like I was talking about like the top, top. Sure. Then like the fifth, like it's like, it's you either have like funding on these tours or you're like opening for great acts, you know, or you're the headliner. Like there's different levels to it all. But if you're like an independent artist, like I was, and I still am, yeah. and I'm like, my past tours were really all done by myself and my artist friends and a couple helpers that were like tour managers, I guess you would say. They're, it's just that that type of a tour, the independent tour, is is super fun. Oh, yeah. I but bet. I mean, I haven't experienced a label-funded tour or, or something like that, but I, I know that that would be fun, too. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, either way, I think just being on tour. I mean, tour, I definitely toured, and it had all been funded before around the U.S. Um, because it was, like, all paid for in the beginning. But, like, so there's, I've, I've experienced that, experienced just, like, super independent paying in the moment or, like, getting paid and just go. It was, there's different levels to this, but... I think touring is important, but it, I think you want to focus on analytics as an artist. Yeah, And just absolutely. like a business, any business, focus on the modern day analytics and like focusing on where your yep. reach is. Nowadays, you can really tell where your locations are. So That's the beauty of social and everything. I mean, my biggest fan base is in Tokyo, so I'm definitely working on getting... I've, I have a Grammy-winning friend, Skip Martin. There you go. He and I work together on a lot of records. We actually just had a release come out today. It's called oh, Fly Away EP. Okay. And there were four tracks. The original featuring Skip, remix by Matt Hatter, the J remix, and then there's actually the fourth track is called Glide. Okay. And Glide is the track Fly Away, but with vocals by Trice B, my homie. Skip is an absolute legend in Tokyo and Japan. So every time he says he's going out there, I'm like, dude, I really, really, really need to go with you. I was going to say, have you been? Not there yet. I've been to South Korea, just that part of Asia. Dope. But I definitely want to go to Tokyo, Japan. I don't know why they're my biggest fan base. I think it's because of Apple. Oh, Apple Music? Yeah, it's, yeah. It definitely. They um, Apple Music put me on some playlists. Oh, nice. 
And it's like funny how these music stores work, like Spotify and Apple, like they actually don't reach the whole entire world. So like certain countries don't allow these platforms. Sure. So as a musician, you have to like really just try to break through these gatekeepers. And that's what I've always tried to help my artist friends with is to like break through certain barriers that they're having with their careers. Right, right, right. But it's like, for example, my current distribution does a pretty good job of getting my music, I believe, to all, maybe all countries. I mean, all actually all these stores. But I know that like Tokyo, Japan, they, they not, might not even let Spotify. Japan might not let Spotify right now. Right. But I know on Apple, they They're do. They definitely do. Because my Apple numbers are crazy over there. Interesting. So it's like, based huh. on those numbers alone, I think I could strategically have a beautiful time over there. Because they're like <laughs> fat numbers, yeah, like hundreds of thousands of views. No, man, that's great. I, I, that's, the, I wouldn't even think of that though. Do you guys like when you guys look at your numbers? I mean, obviously you're not in marketing and the analytics and stuff. Nope, that's all angel. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm not even gonna ask what I was no. gonna ask then. No, no, ask, ask. I'm, I'm gonna try. Let me, let me try my jobs. I mean, where's your guys' biggest reach? Uh, yeah, angel. <laughs> I mean, uh, is prob- it USA? Yeah. I think so, for sure. Do you guys distribute worldwide? We are global, for what? sure. What? Mm-hmm. Every country. Well, everywhere that's allowed. Tobacco, mm-hmm. which is in every country. Correct. How many countries do you think don't allow that? No clue. <laughs> how many countries are there in the world? No clue. Oh, <laughs> what if you had to guess how many countries do you think there are? Oh, dude, don't even put me on that spot. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think it's like. No clue. We could ask. I think. I hey, Sir. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's maybe. Uh, Maybe 50 or 100, like somewhere in between there. No fucking clue, dude. 50 to 100, maybe. <laughs> We're going to look it up when it's done. Of course, cool. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting world out there. With any business, you know, trying to reach the world or something like that. And then I think pers- persevering into those markets. Like, if if I don't tap in and go to Japan, I might not ever reap the benefits of seeing oh, what Oh, man, I think you have be. to. Oh, you have to. And you then it becomes to. the allure. The right. allure of an artist. People love mystery. They love this hype. Right. You know, the sheeple and the people and the fa- and everybody. <laughs> they love hype. So if an artist goes to Japan right. for like months, right. they're, I mean, even longer than that, like a year, it, beco- it then you, it comes like you become desirable where they, the world, rest of the world really wants you. Yeah. Dude, if you don't go out to Japan for a year, I'd be super mad at you. <laughs> I was just talking with you. You have to do that, bro. Oh, that yeah, sounds go. incredible. I mean, you think I should go for a year, dude? You're crazy. That's uh, a long time. Fucking, oh, okay. Like a month. Give yeah, it a exactly. Go. A month would be max. I have straight, my mind goes crazy fast. Pace, I don't know. So I think a month would be max. Two weeks would probably be enough. Have you ever traveled? No. Oh, yeah, for sure. Of course. So do you, sure. when you go places, like, do you ever go longer than two weeks? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, really? did, I did Italy for like two months. It was so you awesome. went to Italy for two months? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. But I mean, it was, you know, we're in Florence and Venice and all that. So like, you know, the main places that everyone will go, total tourist, you know. Are you going to tell me when my face gets absolutely red? No, you're good. <laughs> what do you mean? You're good. You're oh, fine. Good. I, I, I will care. tell you. I don't care though. No, no, no. But you got water. Yeah, oh, yeah. I can't believe you're drinking that just straight up beet juice. Well, you don't drink? Not beet juice. <laughs> what? Nope. Why not? I don't know. Have you ever tried it? Oh, Yeah. Oh, you yeah. you and just doing all the you just choose not to drink it because and, it's just not desirable or oh, something. It's just I don't know. I can't do it. <laughs> because of the taste? It's like too clean almost. You know what I mean? And it just doesn't taste good to you. Yeah. I like the taste of it, but it's just like too much. 
I don't know. It just clears you out too much, maybe? Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, you're yeah. trying to get to? <laughs> yeah. Is that it? That's the point? It's too much yeah, of a cleanse. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> that's Are you on a cleanse currently? No. You just drink it all the time? Uh, Yep. There you go. Maybe too much. I mean, you telling me this makes me think, like, <laughs> what the hell is he talking about? No, because no, no. It's beautiful. But I mean, like, my specific diet, I've been trying to tap into it. I'm For really, sure. I really love nutrition. I think it's such so beautiful. I want to learn more about it. Yep. Yep. Definitely want to learn more about nutrition. I mean, it, it's, I feel like it is really personal seeing nutritionists sure. and stuff. I haven't seen too many in my life and I probably want to see them more to really learn more about my personal self. I, I've been trying to like try different diets, try different nutrition plans to just see what really sits with me good. Yeah. I got super sick about a year ago and I, I gained all this weight, which really bummed me out. You look good. No, 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 no. No, because I mean, like before, like during COVID, I was in the best shape of my life. And then I got mm -hmm. super sick and then it fucked me up for like a solid two years, man. You know, what did but COVID COVID? Yeah. I, I got COVID like right in the beginning. Yeah. And I was bad. I was in the hospital for a while. What? Yeah, it sucked. And you persevered. Yeah. And we're here today. Yeah. So on yeah. to that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It was like right in the beginning and it was terrible. But did you think you were going to just totally fade away? Oh, yeah, for sure. You accepted that? Definitely. You accepted death. You were like, I'm going to die I for was sure. so sick, man. I couldn't move. Like, I'd be out of breath just going to the bathroom. It was terrible. So where were you based when this was all happening? In your house? Here, I was in Vegas. Of course. In yeah. the house or yeah. in the hospital? Yeah. No. Uh, so it started at my house, and then it was actually uh, New Year's Eve where I ended up going to the hospital, and I was there for, like, on and off for, like, three months straight. It was terrible. Inexpensive, probably, right? Oh my god! And it was crazy because, like, they would charge different bills for doing the same treatments each time I went, which blew my mind. Yeah, give that go. Yeah, Vortex, it's just different bills. What the fuck is the Vortex man? So it's gonna spin like a like a tornado almost. Are you serious? Yeah. See, I feel actually more comfortable now. My phone died, I think, so it's like <laughs> there's not a fucking light on me or whatever. There you go. No worries. I forgot that you're on live that whole time. Ooh, long time. Actually, they probably just banned me, deleted my Instagram, and all. Oh, that. for smoking? <laughs> maybe, maybe. So when you pull it, you're gonna see it's in a swirl. Oof! Oh, I have to pull it. Oof! Big rips, big rips. Why? Well, I felt like I could feel it swirling when I was hitting it. Yeah, more, more so even before I pulled it. For sure. Woof! Yeah, so. That's the monthly one. Oh, I love that. That's a good size, bro. I like how that was just like a complete hit segue from the the health question, bro. But yeah. I, it's totally fine. I appreciate you sharing that with me, man. No, I'm man. So happy we're here today. No, yeah. No, I, I talk about it often, and we actually talked about it on another podcast. But um, yeah, I got I was super fucked up, man, for a long time. Yeah, you think I you're back to 100 percent now? No, mm -mm. no. I, I've been classified as a long hauler, as they say. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> so I do still have shortness of breath and actually cannabis, believe it or not, does actually help in some weird, crazy way, in my opinion. Help with, what do you think it helps with? I don't know. Like, I feel like I have deeper, longer breaths now before. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I used to work out and smoke all the time, you know, and go work on, on runs. Smoke, yeah. But when I got sick, I obviously, you know, well, yeah, I was you in the hospital and I fucking couldn't breathe. Do you, does your nose ever feel clogged? All the time. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just because the allergies out here and it's fucking allergies. windy. Allergies, well, yeah. I mean, I do this type of medicine with the nose stuff and there's different types of stuff to do for sure. But I know yeah. that's definitely uh, a factor. I mean, it would be it would be tough to be a singer and not like understand how to possibly work on methods to fix nails, nasal congestion. I mean, I, I'm a singer, but not like the yeah. most serious intricate one. I keep it pretty simple. So I can like... And my nose isn't clogged right now, but it definitely gets in Vegas, especially yeah. with dabbing too. You should try stasis breathing. So it's breathing techniques that actually help you stay in the right breathing rhythm, which I don't know. I heard this is like some crazy shit that I learned when I was sick. And it actually does help that like Navy SEALs do this certain oh, breathing regimen. I think regimen. I've heard of this. Yeah. I'll so take a part of this. A certain amount in, a certain One, amount two, out, seconds, a certain amount of hold. Three, exactly. But you do it for a long period of time, like not like for long time, sorry, not long, long time during the day, but like for months of doing it for like 10 minutes or something like that. And it helps. It helps. Well, I think at the bottom line is breath work is amazing. It's, it's, yeah. it's incredible. I think yeah. there's so much hidden in breath work. It's insane. I mean, as yeah. human organisms, we're breathing in oxygen all the time. It's like, if we can tap into that, if you breathe really fast or breathe really slow or you don't breathe at all, I mean, you, I mean, hell, it's it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, people, some people like to be choked out and that's their kink. And <laughs> that's a whole concept in itself, right? Oh, man. Completely cutting off all oxygen <laughs> to be completely knocked out for a little bit of time. And then it's like, and or it's like breathing really fast <laughs> or just like different stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's something that I took for granted in actuality is something that you know that we just naturally do oh, yeah. every day of course of course it happens it's yeah it's overlooked yeah <laughs> i mean it the is and a lot of it because we just do it because we have to to survive you know what i mean yes but of yeah. course it just, it just gets Anyways. overlooked it's, <laughs> it's it's one of those things that it shouldn't be overlooked and if if anyone ever has an issue maybe tap into that the breath because we just take a second to take a breath before you maybe even respond in any type of a situation. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've had to do it many times on this podcast before <laughs> we even talked about this because I was completely dabbed out and I still am. And it's just As like, you should be. As you, know, you should be. If I was going to talk, I'd be like, cactus, blah, blah, cactus, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Nothing would come out. So I was like, okay, he's talking to me. He's asking me a question and response. <laughs> there you go. There you <laughs> I go. I couldn't really do it so fast, man. Dude, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, I dude. feel like this has been really fun do i have time like, to take another dab on the podcast absolutely yeah as you should you sure but i'm not signing off yet you're gonna hit that big fucker right there in the corner oh fuck i'm not excited about that at all you don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> i like how he segued with that <laughs> oh my god you were so set on that you, you, were, you were so set on that like you were like before you leave you're hitting this and I, mean, I was like i don't know if i we've had like, people you don't have to. we've had people try to clear it, it's really what? hard. It's impossible to clear. It's you just try to get people to throw up. Is that what you're saying? No, Where's no, the throw no, up no, bucket? No, no. Where's the no, throw up bucket? No and do I get a hundred dollars if I try? There's, there's, we do this at parties all the time. <laughs> I bet you know. You will it's a lot of fun? Really? It's a lot of fun. All right, we well, I'll take a closer look bars. at it. We, we can we can contemplate it. I'll take a closer look at it. Yeah, I would love to. But do another dab in the meantime. I would love to, man. Do a different I'm trying one. To think. What about that cactus? Can I dab that thing? Hell yeah, you can. That looks crazy. Ooh, actually, or the 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 what's up, the the Chinese the, takeout is yes, a please. perfect give the, rig. Give me the Chinese takeout, please. Deader than a nail. I love that. See, that's perfect. I didn't come prepared with the phone charged. I love that.
charger wasn't meant over to there. Be. Oh, it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, this thing's got me trapped right now. I love it. <laughs> I'm completely trapped. Yeah, it's always a different setup each time. We're still figuring it out, but I mean, for right now, episode nine, we're doing pretty good. Oh, this is up, bro. No. No nine? Is this episode number nine? Yeah. That is my lucky number. Is it? Yes. Bro, I was born on the ninth day of the ninth month. There you go. 1990. There you Six. go. So, yeah, this is definitely this powerful. This is episode nine, man. That's fucked. Can we yeah. swear, of course? Of I've course. been swearing this whole time. I've been ripping them. Yeah, I mean, we're smoking <laughs> pot. Yeah. Cool, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely got pretty faded on the podcast, and, you know. As you should. I always like people to tell people or ask people, is this the highest you've been on camera? Oh, dude, I will, I will, it'll never be yes. Just know that. <laughs> it'll never be yes. There you go. Because I've had a crazy past with cannabis and being an influencer. Mm -hmm. So literally, it'll never be yes. Like, I think I've taken like, you know, one sheets, of course, the sheets. I've seen people take like crazy snake dabs and stuff. Oh, I, I've, yeah. I've never really been into that. I've, I can't get that. I never really had that opportunity to do that, nor would I really want that, obviously. I feel like it's such a waste, too. Well, remember what we were talking about earlier? We're like, or we talked about this getting anything, the plant or anything into the throat. Uh -huh. With you take dabs, a lot of those dabs go down your throat, too. It's disgusting. Right. It clogs up my nose sometimes when I take bad dabs or even maybe some good dabs, not the proper filtration way. So, it's like, imagine taking a huge rip like that. Imagine all, like, I mean, I could only imagine how much possible gross stuff could go down like a throat or get your nose Do you just cold. want another banger? I got one. If you have one, where is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a clean one. Give me one second. All right. I mean, I we'll was just going to we'll be cooking. Quick cut. Quick cut. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You guys, yeah. I mean, definitely need to have a couple bangers on deck because. Got them. You never know when someone's going to want to take like two or three dabs. Even though, you know what? I'm, I am a little upset that I probably would have rather taken the dab out of the volcano like swirly. Or I don't know if it's termed a volcano. But like this? Oh, you want to do that one? You can do it. Well, no, it's okay because I hit the plant out of it now, the herb, and it's probably tainted the taste. This one's fresh, right? Oh, hell yeah. I'm very curious to see how my rig looks like out there. Oh, dude, it's gonna be super clean. <laughs> I'm excited. Wow. I can't wait. You know, it's, it's just so nice to like have an opportunity to speak at all because I, I mean, anyone can appreciate that. Oh yeah. Dude. Not everybody, I guess, has so much to say or like wants to even talk so much, but I feel like some people do or it's good to have like outlets Absolutely. on podcasts and stuff too. Absolutely. For people doing stuff. I mean, there's more and more people doing podcasts for sure. For sure. But I'm, ours is way overdue, <laughs> um, you know, and, and Vegas is literally our backyard. So I feel like doing local, you know, support local scenarios out here is my move and my push here. Me too. You know Me what too. I mean? Me too. hundred percent. And, um, it's just like, that's how, you know, the Hardeen relationship kind of got started and all these other great influencers that, you know, that we support out here, which is a lot of fun. I'm excited for you to try this one.
hot enough. So which one you did last time? Do you remember? Um, yeah, it was one of these. I don't even see them here or not. But I think it was this one, or yeah, one of those. Point Break. Oh God, there's so many, bro. This is. Crazy. <laughs> well, I know there's some double ups in there. Oh, this but... is a brand new. Oh, there you go. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh my God. Oh my goodness gracious. I'm gonna do a hit with you. What? Yeah, this one's probably gonna be the the finale, like percent probably. Yeah. But I'm interested to check that one out. Everybody. If you want to, if you want to. Cheers, brother. Cheers, bro. Let's do this, man. Salud, Cheers to a salud. good podcast. Woo! Thanks, man. This is a double. What did I put in both of my mouth? No, nope, there's one. only one. Okay. I see it. Yeah, this one. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me. That <coughs> worked out pretty good. What do you think? I mean, <coughs> it was a little hot. <coughs> that was a little hot. It was a little hot. It's still smoky. But other than that, it was super fun and it definitely got me shot into a high-speed elevator upwards into a different realm well, it definitely made me terrified of that see that looks like bowser now like i just just defeated you know put one in, of the bosses it was chill comparison right now, right? that's definitely the this main is boss the monthly this is the big boss yeah yeah but how do you get the big boss that's not even 150 right no no this isn't available of course this is something that yeah, no, I'm our manufacturer has made no us for fun Oh my god. And, uh, it's a big I'll touch it. Big bong, that's for sure. And this is a nice little piece. I mean Yep. So that's actually from another one. We have a cactus and it's actually good build. Yeah, has to be. It has to be. Well, next time you're over here, we gotta give this a go. Or next time you're at one of our hamper parties, you should give this one a try. Uh, I appreciate you not like, <laughs> you know, making it have to happen. No, dude. But only because it's only like I just already to. I have a, a big feeling like I know exactly what would happen if I would hit that and would, I just feel like it would just be you would get really really stoned yeah but I just feel like it would just be gross yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honestly yeah yes. I mean it's it's a it's it's gross. it's a very stony stony high because it's just so much smoke all at once and it, it's like plant based like the herb yeah so. yeah well, next time you're over here, man. I, again, that's a huge blessing for the invitation. <laughs> I probably should hit it. Next time. I just feel like, can next you hit no like worries. a small hit out of it? Oh, you did. That's the baby one right there. Right. <laughs> but like with that one, like do you have to have like the biggest hit or it it's can be like more chill? A big hit. Oh, fuck. It's like one just of those. There's, like, there's so much volume and space in there, you know? Right. It's like. And the percolator is like. The size of it's a like cookie. It's like when you put one of those like two liters in like the water, gravity bongs. Oh, yeah. Those like get you fucking ripped. Yeah. This is absolutely just like I love game changing those back mind in the day. State. Those are fun, right? Oh, Creative yeah. and they get, they just absolutely get yeah. you. I got to show you our grab bongs that we have here. Mm. If you don't have one, I'll set you up with one. I would uh, love to see it. I think I know what you're talking about. Is it flippy or something? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I've seen a lot of uh, different influencers. I've seen it online. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I would like to take advantage of it to the fullest and, I've been learning about like, you know, taking advantage of this cannabis industry and being an influencer. It's been an As interesting career. I definitely, I mean, yeah, my, my phone's dead. I probably, my Instagram, I was live. It's probably deleted, blocked and 
you know, I wouldn't be surprised. No, 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 no. We'll look oh, it up right now. Not after. for sure. <laughs> but it's like basically it's there's just these modern blockages. Like mm-hmm. just like as a music artist, just as much as an influencer. And yeah. nowadays it goes so hand in hand. You yeah. Know, with cannabis specifically. It's it's no, a I unique, mean this industry is beautiful. But... I don't want to post too much on my Instagram, too too much. Like the consumption. YouTube, I've heard, is chill, kind of. It just depends <laughs> it just if depends, you're monetizing it depends. and stuff like There's that. Different... That's why I've heard of different things like weed TV and different things where there's more yeah, places there's, there's for this. Yeah, there's cannabis platforms and stuff like that, for That's sure. That's going to keep on building, too. I'd, oh, I'd, yeah. I'd love to be involved with those spaces because I think yeah, it's a beautiful not, space. Yeah, if you're not, you should be. We're, we're on them as well. Um, it, it's definitely a nice community, for sure. For sure. Man, I want to thank you for coming on during your busy time. And and obviously, man, Sipping you can fucking come here anytime and hang out and smoke whenever yeah. you want to, brother. Yeah, I work with a lot of really cool artists. Yeah. I'd love to, you know, we Bring can Bring them by. A, exactly. We can fucking hang out in here and just get, I mean, we have Some so content. many bongs that we didn't even bring out, you know? Yeah. I couldn't even imagine yeah. what kind of crazy shit we could really get into. Yeah, because absolutely. I have some different artists that come through. I, I'll just plan it. It'll be super fun. Send them their way, man. Sure. Awesome. Beanie Mon. Uh, do you want to let anyone know where they can find you and what you got coming out next? Yep. I had a new track drop today. It was four tracks. Shout out to Fly Away. That's a big tune for me. I worked on it for a long time, years. You guys can follow me at Official Jackal. I got a lot of stuff dropping for, you know, the next couple months and hopefully more after that because I'm just not stopping working on tunes. There you go. As you should be. So As thank you, you guys be. so much for... Uh, always supporting the music i really love that thank you for coming on i really appreciate it guys i appreciate y'all coming back and we'll see you next week on dude where's my lighter episode number nine it's huge (laughs) dude thank you so much for coming on so much